Welcome to the fucking show. College football's back, baby. College football's fucking back. College football's Spurrier's back, baby. Not, but Spurrier's not back. Neither is his visor, but college football's back, baby. I, once you played that audio, I went and actually looked up, and he was right. Spurrier, they did take an L that day. Georgia won 41-37. So Spurrier's visor did indeed come off. Spurrier's visor absolutely had to have come off at some point. I'm right? telling you, the visor's coming <laughs> off. All the way off? All, <laughs> my favorite part is like you said how she just completely plays into the interview she's like this is gonna be fucking good. yeah she's like this guy's a fucking idiot <laughs> maniac and you know yeah. what the guy is that was 2009 and so he's a probably about our age he's a that, that is a 31 year old man right there yeah that probably has like a wife and children now without a doubt there's probably a where are they now of him like yeah. I, I feel like I've actually seen him recently. Like I, it, one of the things on TikTok probably popped up. So it probably wasn't really him, but I don't know. I, I would like to see where uh, where the, where Spurrier Visor Boy is. It is one of now. the more interesting things about getting older is that seeing that friends that you just absolutely like maniacally dumb shit with when you were eighteen, nineteen yeah. years old that you're like, wow, you're like the vice president of sales. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> some. Fucking business. It's like you have children. <laughs> it's like I watched, I watched you butt chug Heaven Hill in 2011. <laughs> it's like we got arrested together. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, um, as the title states, sorry for the wait, guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's been like a month yeah. since we've done this. It's been um, it's been hard to squeeze in to the schedule here dude, lately. Shit's been popping off lately. In the world of sports and the world of male boy life. Yeah. <laughs> male boy life is taking a front seat to the male boy podcast. Things have moment. been not so male lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we missed a lot of college football, though. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So, Kentucky looks legit? Question mark? The cats are in the fucking top 10. That's all I have. Cats to say. are in the top 10. Uh, granted, the. the um, Florida's value is still yet to be determined, I think. Well, that's um, fine. Well, the thing – I saw somebody talking about this online today, and we don't even need Florida to be good now. We got what we needed from Florida was that they looked good before they played us, and then we got to beat them, and we made the major jump in the rankings. Yeah. And yeah, now, yeah. now they're not going to take us out of the top ten now unless we lose. Uh, no, agreed. Yeah, it's – yeah, I can't agree more because, like, had, had we have played them, like, week six, yeah. and they were like – Three and three, yes, or four and two with like two, have like bad losses. Right. Like it would, we this, it would have been nothing. Yeah, this has been UK's problem for a lot of years. Is that we start off the year ranked like fortieth, and it takes us so long to just grind to get into the top twenty-five. Yeah, and, and then we'll play Georgia and immediately lose by like afterwards. three touchdowns, and then we're out of the top twenty-five. And they're immediately like, oh, you, Kentucky was a fluke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we knew it the whole time. No, <laughs> just give us one little iota of preseason respect, and yeah. we're right up there at the top. Have we usually played Florida this early in the season? It's usually within the first like four or five games. Is it? Yeah, but like game two is that ever game happened? two is a little early. That's what I thought because I was like I saw Florida on the schedule week two. I was like this seems really the, early. The last time we played Florida, the second game of the season, I remember it was 
the year that Steven Johnson took over at quarterback. Okay. Because we played Southern Miss week one that year, and we were up by like 20 points, and then Drew Barker injured his back, and then Southern Miss ended up coming back and beating us. And we went to go play at Florida the following week with Drew Barker with his like back that was just crumbled at this point. But we didn't have any other options but to play him, and we got blasted by Florida in the swamp. I do remember that because that was a span of like a five-year – UK football span where like we had a quarterback that couldn't throw it further than like 20 yards exactly. down the field. Yeah. And we had became a straight hard nose running down your throat football team. And then I think the third game is when they finally were like, all right, Barker can't, he can't do this. Like yeah, he's, he's like, clearly injured. Yeah, and they put in Steven Johnson <laughs> and Steven Johnson probably saved Stoops' job that year. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cause the heat was turning up on him cause this was year four and he still hadn't made a bowl game at this point. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Cause like, I, I I say it every year that I don't realize how long Stoops has been there. Like Stoops has been there since I like graduated high school. Yeah, December two thousand twelve, which was, which was, was an hired. undisclosed amount of time ago. <laughs> the last time when Stoops got hired at UK, Kentucky was the defending basketball champions. Oh shit, that is <laughs> with yep. Anthony Davis and Michael Kidd Gilchrist, yep, and that is very true. Wow. So, college football. Who do we play next? We got uh, Northern Illinois next weekend. It should be fun. And then at Ole Miss the following weekend. That's the one. Okay. That's the big one. Then yeah, Ole Miss is up one. to like 11th or 12th in the rankings, yeah, I think. Be, that'll be good. That, that'll, that might be college game day. They put that. They put it on at noon, which is wild to me. They can still move that, can't they? No, like they, no. Feel, they officially set it's the officially. time as noon. They usually like they do it about two weeks out. They like, I say, depending on who, who other game, like that, there's a chance that's college. That's It should that's be. It could day, be two yeah. top ten teams. Yeah, easily. Um all right, well, that's you know something who, to look forward to. You know to. who's not a top 10 team? Who's that? Nebraska. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about just fucking everything up. They really just can't figure it out. No. Like, and every head coach that comes in, they're so hyped for. Their fans and then don't, nothing happens. Their fans don't realize that it's not 1995 anymore. It's like nobody wants to fucking play in Nebraska. Like you got to you got to bring something else to the table, right? It's I mean it's the same thing that I think about Wisconsin, even though Wisconsin's a little bit better. Yeah, like but Wisconsin's kind of like well, same thing with Iowa. Like who the fuck goes to Iowa? Right. To like how does that happen? Wisconsin's Big Ten, Kentucky. They're just like we're gonna go nine and three every year, and we're gonna be fucking stoked about that. Like every like five or six years, we'll be like in the top ten, and we'll get hyped, and then like every yeah, and we'll beat Wisconsin every other year, and it'll be a fucking win and then we'll we'll play michigan close yeah and then and that'll be a we win we'll lose by 48 to ohio state in the big 10 yep. championship game yep yeah i mean it, it is really crazy like we'll nebraska's nebraska's fans are like you know their their justification for how their season was was if they beat wisconsin and if they like almost beat michigan or ohio it's such state. a fall from grace it's just like, it's like 90s early 2000s like I think I really think it was it's just funny because we're currently watching a documentary about USC football in the early 2000s, and I remember Nebraska was still good then until they got absolutely wrecked by Miami in that one national championship game. I don't think they've been good ever since. Yeah, Nebraska's always like when I was growing up, they were always that good team, but they like they were never anything to be feared. Like, they like you have- saw them, and they were like, all right, well, like it'll be a tough game, but. We're not going to get blown out. They did not have anywhere near the athletes that, like, no. the real top teams had. No, you're always struggling in that category. 
um, when you're an all white team. Go <laughs> <laughs> and they're running the triple option. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like Navy or uh, is it Navy or Army? They just all literally, of them. Yeah, all the, of the servers they all run do. 48 run plays a game. Well, it's because their problem is that they can't have those like massive linemen because all those dudes are supposed to be like Army and Navy officers. So you can't be six five 320 pounds and that's be true. an officer in the army like you, like their biggest dudes are like 265 yeah also when you join one of those like yeah you're there to play football but you're also there to be in the military yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like, like pt comes first priorities yeah yeah they're all like yeah and then see and that's i mean you talked about it i think off the podcast one day um that like you have to you have to get a waiver signed by like the U.S. government to go yep. play in the NFL if you get drafted out of one of those schools. Yeah, like every like four or five years, some random player from one of the service academies will be good enough to get drafted. Yeah, and then they'll get it, and then they'll always do like the honorable thing, and then go to the military instead. Fucking like, idiots, okay. dude. Well, you're t- turning. You'll cash the check. Yeah, exactly. The do army the, should do that it. after. Wasn't the, the, there was an NFL player that played for like ten years and then went into the army after? I think wasn't there. I'm sure there has been at some point. I, I know, know. I know there was an NFL player that like died overseas. Oh, Pat Tillman. Yeah, that was that was different. He he wasn't like a. He didn't go to like Army or Navy. This guy was literally. He went to Arizona State, and he played football with the Arizona Cardinals. And then after 9/11 happened, he like retired from the NFL and was like, "I'm going to join the military." That makes more sense then. Okay, I mean. <laughs> At the time, it made sense. Looking back on it now, it did not make a ton of sense. Yeah, well, I mean, like, makes sense is in, like, um, like what I was thinking of. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if there's a rule if you go to one of those because those are technically academies, like, you know, like mm-hmm. West Point. Yeah. But, like, do you have to go active duty or can I just go to, like, the reserves? I think, no, they're, like, training you to be, like, active duty officers. That's what I thought. Like, okay. You don't even have to go be, like, a private first class. You go straight yeah. to being officer, lieutenant. I don't know the fucking military. You know who rank, needs a college? The National Guard. Yeah. The National Guard University. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, like, the worst football team ever. Because they're all just, like, not committed to anything. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're like, who you, uh, where do you call when, like, you're stranded at sea? <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, I'll just fucking quit. It's like, oh, you're... you're <laughs> they, they leave college to help out the town next door because a tornado just they only practice it. like twice a week yeah it's like we're used to dealing with protesters we're not used to actually doing this. <laughs> oh man um they need to have other college football teams for like different like trade schools there used to be like a welding, a a welding college idea. team like <laughs> plumber union college exactly That'll the electrician's wild. college just like a uh, like a trade school ncaa that just has like people that go to like fucking like devry well, they need their own – yeah, they would need their own conference, like yeah. trade school crime. You would have, like, the electric – like, you would you would have the tradesman bowl and have, like, the electricians, the electricians union up against, like, Welder University. Oh, hell, you know those games would be lit. Who do you think would have the best team out of all the trades? Uh, all the trades. I think plumbers have a, have a decent little uh, – shot uh plumbers maybe um the plumbers are just unhealthy they're just I, big maybe like carpenters like i feel like they would be a really like well-coached team there'd be a lot of probably, solid execution yeah. on those teams yeah I, you'd probably say the same about electricians too because electricians are actually very like, intricate yeah very detail-oriented yeah um man that's a good one i'm, I'm trying to think of a trade that would oh steel workers Oh, yeah, Still that, that would definitely trade, yeah. be a fucking I, I don't three, know if that's a trade though, or if it's just more of a blue collar profession. That would be fucking three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That. Um, I'm trying to think of all the. I mean, I think we covered all the big ones, and I feel like there's one big one out there that like 
all they do is just hard labor all day, and they're just built tough. Just construction workers of America. Yeah. Um, the pipe fitters. Pipe fitters have a, have a shot. Shout out local five hundred two. Pipe fitters of America. Um. Okay, Bam just had a genius idea, and I'll let, you, I'll let him tell you about it. <laughs> all right, we got to figure out who would be in the four team college football playoff of all, all strictly online colleges. Yeah. Um, which which one of these schools could field the best college football team? I think. I think at this point you're just going for your your four best known. Yeah. So I'm gonna put my vote in for Devry. That feels like a four seed to me. Yeah. That feels That's like a four, a four seed. seed. I don't even know what they offer as far. I mean, I don't know what any of them do, but typically, like if you have a broad like name plus university. Yeah. I feel like you can narrow it down, but Devry is just like a word. I think I also think there's one. Um, there's one of these online colleges that I can't remember the name of that's gotten like a lot of heat recently for being like a real big like alt right kind of college. Oh Jesus! Yeah, oh, it was a uh, Prager, like, Prager U. Prager, okay. yeah, <laughs> like Prager U. That definitely feels like. The, I mean, they would probably invest a ton of money into their football team, just being like all like, for sure. Yeah, they would probably have a good football team. Yeah. Um, but however, I don't think any of them are competing with the University of Phoenix. I mean, I, I, I think that's our one seed for sure. <laughs> that's definitely the Alabama of online college football. Yeah. One seed. I, I think Grand Canyon U sneaks in as a two or three. And they, I, they take sports very seriously there. Yeah, I think the two and three seed are kind of iffy. So there's one more we're missing. I think, I mean, they're, what is it, Southern New Hampshire University? Or Southern New like, Hampshire, yeah. Like, that's kind of like an up-and-coming. I feel like they would just have a dominant lacrosse team. I don't feel like they're like a, Probably, football, yeah. a football school. That yeah. feels like a lacrosse team to me. I'm trying to think of like. Well, we had the four. We have uh, we have Devry, Prager U, Grand Canyon, and University of Phoenix. Okay, yeah. And so, I don't know if it's just because so UP is number. Well, I don't know. It's either. It, uh, I feel like University of Phoenix would probably be one or two with I'm Prager U. Picking UP number one because they were the stadium sponsor at the Arizona Cardinal Stadium for like ten years. They were the University of Phoenix Stadium. That's very Which funny. makes me think that they take football very seriously at the University of Phoenix. Okay, so UP is our number one. So that would put the grudge match between Grand Canyon and Prager U. Uni- <laughs> what a fucking battle that would be. Yeah, I think University of Phoenix versus DeVry is a slaughter. That game's over in the second quarter. Tops. Yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, I think, I think DeVry is getting like – 20 in that game 20 yeah. 20 and a half Just something like that beast yeah so um and then who wins between up and first of all who wins prager ugcu it, it depends because uh grand canyon university it's also a christian university if i believe yeah well they <clears throat> so a lot of people are going to be look fighting and sound a lot like tcu yeah because they have the same color scheme and everything yeah. so i'm wondering if they're just adopting those morals we'll see um, or same like Aspects. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, PragerU's got, like, the whole alt-right thing, so it's really going to come down to, like, which team Jesus wants to win more in that game because they're both going to be praying real hard for victory. Hmm. I think I throw PragerU in there. Yeah? I think PragerU edges it out. Yeah? Just because they're a little more wild. I think they are. Yeah, a little bit more wild. Uh, probably well-coached until things go bad. <laughs> he gets a very hot head. Like, think like a Brian Kelly on the yeah. sideline. Like, very red-faced. Very disciplined, but not, like, not prepared for 
uh, curveballs <laughs> like anything else that happens. If anything goes off script. Because they react very <laughs> Very poorly. <laughs> uh, and then I think UP slaughters Brager U after that. Yeah, the University of just, Phoenix just outcoached out walking to the online college national championship. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just think of how good they could be, though. I mean, there's extremely low admission standards there. So Dude, That would be the funniest thing ever. Just have, like, the Bishop Sycamore of like yes. college just like they sneak into like d3 d2 completely online college and, and then just eventually graduate somehow to like <laughs> d1 it'd be the worst football ever played because like all their practices are remote yeah there's like a powerpoint <laughs> they're for doing the film pra- for the yeah day. they're doing yeah. practices on zoom yeah and then they all just show up on game day like a little league team <laughs> <laughs> oh man what else what else we got today well, college football, NFL, we can briefly cover that. Um, I know kind of everybody in the world is talking about NFL football. Um, but I, I think what I mainly want to do is talk about all the teams this year who were supposed to be so good and are just trash. The Colts. The, well, the Colts are in that argument. Uh, Broncos. Yeah. Broncos are the big one, I think. Corn dog Russell Wilson. Yeah, dude. He's, I'm hearing so much. Like, I think everybody knew he was – a weird dude but i think it's now that he's on a new team where people are just like not as like used familiar to with who russell west or russell wilson is they're like this dude's a fucking weirdo like somebody said this last week and it really resonated with me that it really seems like russell wilson just watched a whole bunch of youtube videos about how to be a leader yeah and like he just made it his entire personality and yeah. it's just got to be it's got to be the worst to be around yeah well there, there was also the video of him like he like practices like speeches, yeah, and practices like inter- like basic interactions with people. And then, of course, which granted, I I think it was the Broncos social media team that really sold him on that one. Like they kind of like they didn't need to Broncos put that country. out. Let's ride. Like that was the most cringeworthy shit I've ever watched in my life. But I put that one on Broncos social yeah, media. Yeah, they had team. to. Like, you don't put that out. No, you know what you're doing against your starting quarterback. Like to make him look that dumb. Yeah, before he's you, even played a game. Right, like you hadn't even started. Like you've already, you're already starting him behind. And, oh my god! And their coach, like that decision late in the game, like you let 30 seconds run off the clock when you had it. Yeah, you had two timeouts. And and just elect to take a sixty-four yard field goal, like the second longest. The Monday Night Football broadcast where Peyton Manning's just sitting there, yeah. like he's like he, he calls like twenty-seven he's timeouts, calling timeout for like thirty seconds, like timeout, call timeout, yeah, call timeout. Yeah, you had <laughs> they had so much time to literally like run one or two more plays to get easily 15, 20 more yards for their kicker. Yeah, and it, it would be one thing; it wouldn't be much better, but it'd be better if they were in Colorado, where the ball would travel further. But they're in Seattle. Yeah, like. Did you forget where you were? The balls don't travel quite as well. Cold and windy. Yeah. 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 Like, if you were in Colorado, I could see a 64-yard field goal being a possibility, but you're not there. Broncos kickers were always OP in fantasy football. Yeah, right. I mean, especially in the leagues like ours where you get bonuses for how long the field goals are. Yeah. So, like, a 60-yard field goal is worth six points. Like, that's like a touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to see, like, Justin Tucker, like, consistently in. Like, if he got traded to Denver. Yeah. He's just lining up from, like, the opposite logo. I was going to say, we. I wish that we could see the um, that one punter from the Bills in Denver, but he's that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's got he's got some more serious shit to worry about <laughs> yeah. than ever making it back into the league. Yeah, that's got to be the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah, and supposedly, I think it was, like, other teams had caught wind of that, but the Bills hadn't heard anything about it when they drafted him. I was wondering why he lasted so long, because, like, that's a – like, 
punters, you usually shouldn't draft them. But when you have one that can kick the ball literally like 75 yards in the air every time, like that's a game changer no, for the team. No, that absolutely is a game changer. I mean, that's that was the whole thing with, um, you know, like Sebastian Janikowski. Like he was a first-round draft pick. Wasn't yeah. He? Yeah. Um, I mean, like kickers, I don't know, they always make the argument that kickers aren't football players. But, I mean, kickers can literally win or lose you a game. Yeah. So, like I would like to have a good one. So the moral of the story here for all the football players listening is that if you are a punter, you're not supposed to do sexual assault. If you're the quarterback, you can do a little bit of sexual assault. A little assault. bit, yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. bit. Uh, you need to have as little proof as possible, though. Yes. Um, so, just turn the lights out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything's um, okay in moderation yeah. if you're a quarterback. Well, I guess th- to stay on the topic of you know special teamers, did you see that they added a punter, kicker, special teams um, list of Hall of Fame candidates? No. For the football? Uh, for I think I have to look at the list. I know Pat McAfee's on it. Um, Pat McAfee, uh, well, I mean, he, he even said himself, I shouldn't be on this because he, he didn't play. He only played for like eight seasons, yeah. I think. Um, and then there was, uh, I can't remember who else was on the list, but it was a bunch of just like kicking, punting, like return men legends. Yeah. Like, I don't think Hester was on it, but I, I don't know if they considered return but, uh, men. You remember Dante Hall from the Chiefs? Yeah, the Hall, little tiny Hall was dude. a fucking monster. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Special teams. Hall of Fame. But, um. They ended up making an honorary era, spot. Yeah, well, okay, they did modern era. 129. Okay. They had an honorary spot in the Hall of Fame for that one uh, Buffalo's Bills punter that got lit up by Sean Taylor in the Pro Bowl. Oh, Jesus. You remember that? <laughs> they tried to do a fake punt, and Sean Taylor just, like, ended this punter's life in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny, like. Because, you know, they do, like, one – like, in, in the NFL, you do, like, one, maybe two fake punt, fake kicks a season. Yeah. And it's like you've been waiting all year for this moment, and then you're one-on-one with Sean Taylor. Yeah. And he just lights your just shit Just fucking, up. like, right down the barrel, right at the very end of the run. Like, he could have ducked out to the sideline, but he, like, made one more cut back inside to try and pick up the first down, and Sean Taylor was literally, like, already, like, head down mid-dive, like, right at him and just speared him in the chest. And, like, one of those hits where you're, like – back and neck hit the ground first <laughs> <laughs> like like you fold like a pretzel exactly. before you, you even hit the ground you get yeah. lawn chaired yeah i uh i gotta say though if i'm in that moment just because i know how my brain works i'm probably trying to get the first down too. oh absolutely like, like you're going for it even, even if especially if you see shantae like you know you're not gonna truck him or juke him but it's like for the story alone. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to take this on. I'm definitely going to get on SportsCenter. Yeah. For one reason or yeah. the other. I'll be remembered forever if I get this first down. <laughs> <laughs> Come visit me in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would probably do the same thing, too. If I was getting, yeah, like, I mean, you one, if I was getting like one carry in my, yeah. like, 10-year career. You got to give it a shot. It's funny when Pat McAfee talks about the story of um, he was supposed – like, apparently when he was with the Colts, um, they had a, a perfect play dialed up for special teams. Is it the um, one against the Patriots? That well, one? no, it's the one against uh, – <laughs> well, they might have used it against them, but they tried to use it against the Steelers. Uh, it was a fake field goal because I think he was the holder uh, no, for okay. Benetieri. And he says that the play, every single time they scripted it, the C-gap was open, like every single time. Yeah. And they said that out of nowhere, Troy Palomalu comes from the top playing like safety, like spy or whatever, yeah. and just lines up in the C-gap. 
And he's like, he's never fucking done this before ever on film. Why is he here? How does he know? Yeah, and then they interviewed him like a year ago or something. He's like, why did you line up in the C-gap that game? And Troy Palomalo was like, I think he said something along the lines of like, I don't know what. He said, I don't know what it is, but every time I played football, I just let God tell me what to do. So basically he was saying that God God told him to line up in the C-gap. That's a terrifying thing to hear from a guy that's like coming to like knock your head out. It's like God is guiding my decisions. Yeah, that's like the um, like Troy Polamalu and Brian Dawkins come from that like I want to see how bad these people want to play. Yeah, I think like Brian Dawkins was always trying to take somebody's soul on the fucking football. And Sean Taylor too. Speaking of him earlier, yeah, that was just fucking headhunters, dude. They just they're they're maniacs, man. Absolute maniacs. That's just a complete. That's not even a human being. Like that is just a football machine. That's the that uh, two positions that you need a psychopath at. Like you need like a strong safety that's maniacal, and you need a middle linebacker that's crazy. Yeah, a strong safety is basically just a middle linebacker minus like thirty pounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. And it but has the the more athleticism to like hit you really where it hurts. Yeah. And no moral compass whatsoever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Coming to paralyze you every time. Yeah. Like they're not really looking for the ball to pick it off. They're looking for the ball to see where you're looking. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to wait until you reach for the ball. And I'm just going yeah, to ruin you. And then I'm going to kill you. I have, uh-huh. I give no fucks about the ball coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Somebody on, else's job is intercepted. Right. <laughs> staying on the topic of the NFL, Kyler Murray remains uh, with a under – well under 500 record on Call of Duty Double XP weekends. Yeah. Um, what's he, like, 3-9 and nine or he something like that? He got the like dub that? this weekend, so clearly this wasn't. I haven't been on Call of Duty. I haven't looked to so see if it's Double XP. It definitely wasn't then if he had a solid For sure. game this weekend. Yeah. Well, that's crazy is they were losing by so much. Uh, well, not so much, but they were losing that entire game pretty convincingly. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, he just decides to play football again. And then he gets punched in the face. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. It's literally the most, like – that's not a punch I've ever seen in my life. Like, you can tell the dude was just hammered. Or he's, like, trying to, like, pat his, like, Yeah, he's trying pad. to pat, and Kyler turns at the same time and, like, brushes across his eye, and then Kyler turns into a fucking streaming toddler and tries to, like, fight this dude. And now they're talking about pressing criminal charges on this oh guy. Oh, my God. I was like, whatever, dude. Like, you were the biggest bitch just ever. Just go play video games. Bro. Yeah, right. It's go, fine. Go put your headset on and let the adults this handle this. This man needs to go outside. <sighs> The real world is rough out here, Did you see him the entire preseason? No. He looked like he literally had not stepped out of his room to shower. Oh, yeah. At all. He just, like, afro-huge, unmangled, like, everything together. I was talking to somebody about this, like, when the game was going on when I was at work. And I was like, Kyler Murray, every time, like, you see other NFL quarterbacks, like the Russell Wilsons and Tom Brady's, like, on the sideline, they're, like, walking up and down, like, like slapping people, like trying to get everybody hyped up for the next possession, and Kyler Murray just gets off the field and he just goes and like sits on the bench and is just like, all right, yeah. just tell me when it's time to go back out there. You can tell all he's thinking about doing is just going home and playing video games. Yeah, he's building loadouts in his head. Yeah, he's like, it's it just doesn't seem like he's all in it, which is crazy because he had one of the best press conferences ever when they were like. When he was like, it's absolutely insulting to think that I'm not like a student of the game. He's like, I'm literally. Uh, I, I don't know if he was a high school state champion. I think he was. Yeah. I think he was a high school state champion, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, drafted in the first round of the NFL and the MLB, and is like nobody's ever done that. And he was a – well, last year he was in qualification to be MVP for like the first eight or nine games yeah. and then just completely fell off. And then but Call like, of Duty dropped. It's just I, I just feel like this Call of Duty thing is kind of just taking a life of its, it's own. It's just one of those things that like as soon as it's out there, like it's gonna be a meme for his yeah, entire forever. career. Yeah. And and they're just gonna look for any excuse to make that a topic. Yeah. Yeah. 
like, so. like my, this is to relate this to my personal life. It was funny because Macaulay, she took like a case of twisted teas to work with her the other day. And, like, she was going to, like, drink them, like, after they got off work. And, like, she brought them in. And she was, like, for the last week, everybody has just been calling me Twisted Tea now. I'm, like, those are them in the breaks. Like, that's – you brought this upon yourself. That was one of those, like, heavily heavily marketed, like, adult beverages of our last, like, three years. So, it's, like – you're All it's, from a fucking video of some dude just getting blasted yeah. in the face with one. Yeah. So, it's – yeah, I mean, you, you just got to be careful. This is why influencers make so much money. Yeah, and I've just I've seen so many people just get absolutely obliterated off of twisted teas. Yeah, I mean I I don't like them. I don't like the taste of tea. To be honest, this is like blasphemy in Kentucky where we're from. But I really don't like. They don't even really taste like tea. They taste like like a tea flavoring of. It's like the YooHoo version of tea. Pretty much, yeah. Just chocolate drink. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. After like two, my stomach is like turning itself. So it's the new four loco. Yeah, it might be. Dude, I, four, I would love to have a four loco. I want an OG four loco. I want. I, I want to risk yeah. my life yeah, to get I wanna, drunk. I want. I want to have a heart murmur while I'm drinking. Exactly. <laughs> it was the perfect beverage. It was. So I, I only had like one or two of them before they got outlawed, and then they changed the recipe. But fresh God, do I remember Wild that. time for yeah. me with Dude, the four we used locos. To, we used to play fucking beer pong with four locos on the table. Oh Jesus Christ! Like. What the fuck were we doing? The watermelon one slapped, though. That one was good. That Wasn't there, like, a grape one that was pretty good, Yeah, too? I'm not a big fan of grape-flavored things. Grape, I, I like grape, grape and cherry are my two icks, just because... Cherry's hit or miss, because cherry can taste, like, can taste like cough syrup very easily. But grape, I never had the grape cough syrup, this so... Is, this is 100% the reason why I don't like grape and cherry-flavored things, because all of the medicine that I got when I was younger was always grape or cherry-flavored. It was so always like, cherry I, I, for Every me. time I taste that like grape flavoring i just associate it with like robitussin yeah a, a good or like a, not orange crush but but a purple crush or a purple like uh i don't think it's fago but there, there's another purple soda that just when you haven't had one in a while and you get it it's like damn this is what like this is what life could be i can't like. say that i've ever like purposely had a grape soda in my life my grandma has them continues to buy them to this day and yeah. every time i go over to her house i steal one out of the fridge <laughs> that or big red just maybe she's on to something red. i don't know yeah um but anyway so we got big news coming out of the world of uh baseball um great britain has qualified for the world baseball classic for the first time ever uh, yeah. moment, of, uh, moment of silence for the queen R.I.P. Okay. So now can we now that we've had the moment of silence and we've paid our respects, can we ask if Queen Elizabeth was holding the Great Britain baseball team back this whole time? I mean, I think that's a safe assumption. Is that zero qualifications for the World Baseball Classic under the reign of Queen Elizabeth and King Charles has been there for a week and they've already qualified for a World Baseball Classic? I mean, I'm not saying it's a coincidence, but pretty suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, good riddance then. Yeah, I mean she's been, she's been the queen. She's been on in, top for a little. She's been the queen since 1953, I think. Yeah, 52 or 53. It's time for a change. Zero, zero World Baseball Classic. It's time. It, it's time for a man to be in charge. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Enough of this queen bullshit. Yeah. What is, <laughs> what is this fucking house of dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've. I've tried to keep up with that show, but. I've only got I've gotten through the first two episodes, but it's, I kinda, it's pretty good. I kind it's it's good. I just had kind of I was a little sleepy when I started watching episode three the other day, and I just never got back to it. It does that. pick up, so it's it's not so much that it's slow. It's just completely new characters, and if you're if, if 
if you read the books or at least keep up with the lore, you know how this season's going to go, and you're kind of just waiting on that. Yeah. So if you, like, to not ruin anything, the book or, like, short story, I forget, I think it was a book, that this series is, well, it's, it's two. So there's um, uh, Fire and Blood, which was, like, the maester telling yeah. of the Targaryen reign, like the 300-something-year dynasty. And they talk about that, and this is just like a 30 to 40 year spot in that dynasty and then the one that this one's based off of is called dance of dragons okay so or dances with dragons something like that so you can make assumptions based off what the title of the book is called or what's going to happen because spoilers halfway so far we've only seen three dragons or two, you don't think you've seen three, but it's not really a big reveal when when the third one. Well, the third one is apparently the biggest one, from what I can tell. Well, so Damon's got one, Rhaenyra's got one, and somebody else has one. Right well, there's now. one just floating out there that they don't know where it's at. I think, right? I, I, something like that. But from what I've heard, there's more than just <laughs> those three. Supposedly, there's like ten or twelve. Yeah. That like. Well, there was one specific one that they mentioned that they were like was the biggest one and that they don't know where it's at, but they had heard rumors that it was like nesting somewhere. Well, that that could be the case. I know Balerion was the biggest one, the biggest dragon ever, but he he he's dead already. Okay. So Viserys the king was the last one to ride Balerion, and then when it died, he refused to ride any other dragon because like I'm not gonna downgrade. Yeah. Um. So there's still I think there still could be like I think there's multiple that are just out somewhere they don't know where they are but without ruining too much this is supposed to be like the targaryen civil war yeah it's basically what this entire like show this show part is supposed to be about so like i'm just waiting on the shit to pop off yeah um so i don't know i'm excited i will definitely support more game of thrones shows though agreed because stay with like lore that george r R. martin's already written because you can't fuck it up then. You right. can. You can horribly fuck it well, up. Well, that's but the thing that I've you, noticed. But you don't have to make shit up. Because I started reading about a month ago. I started reading. I just finished the first book, mm-hmm. the Game of Thrones book. And like, and I, after I got done with that, I started went back and watched season one of Game of Thrones. And I was like, this is literally it's like, verbatim. it's verbatim, word for word. The dialogue is exactly the same. That was the problem I ran into when I was uh, reading the books. Because I went back and I read the first one. I got like 60 pages in. And I was like, dude, this is literally word for word. Like, it's it was boring to read because I've watched Game of Thrones. And I know it's exactly what's going to happen. I've watched the show start to finish seven times. So, I like, I know everything that's going to happen. So, it's, it makes the books boring. Now, I will probably read, um, like, highlights or at least I'll review part, part, like, big parts of the old books. And I'll read the new ones he comes out with. If... Well, here's the Are thing. they going to come out? Supposedly, he has confidence that he's going to make at least one, but he has What do you most... mean he has confidence? He's the one who's doing it. He's either going to do it or he's not. Well, he's no, gonna... that's what I'm saying. Is like he's, he's still technically writing, but he has said that if he, if he dies before they're finished, he has main plot points built out. He just doesn't have the detail in between, and one of his like trusted author friends said that they would finish it. Now, that's not going to be as fun. But it will get completed, supposedly, is what he's saying. I can't imagine, like, trusting someone with your life's work like that. Well, clearly he's not super pressed about yeah, getting it out, so... <laughs> I he re- doesn't I, seem to care I, that I much. I really think he was, like, like... almost 80 if he's not already. I really think he was using the show as, like, a test run. 
to like see like um, try this one out or try this ending out and they're like see what you figure out at the ending and he's like oh fuck everyone hated that yeah it could so, have been dude if Bran is the king in George R. R. Martin's book I'm gonna be so fucking mad the worst thing yeah. the worst Bran the broken the Bran wor- the busted Bran the can't walk good the, 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 <laughs> Bran Gump <laughs> the worst that was the worst storyline cause like it all like it made it out to where he was going to be this like all powerful, all seeing God, and then at the end he just did absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's the thing is like they built so much shit around the Three Eyed Raven and like the history of the Three Eyed Raven, what the Three Eyed Raven does, and then they're like, never mind, you're going to be a king. Yeah, and then fucking you're going to Ar- matter not at all. And Arya stabs the Night King, and then everybody looks at Bran. He's just like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's like you didn't tell anyone, dude. The, it's just it, it kills me because there there were so many storylines that they had built for so long that they just completely ruined, like the Jamie Lannister like roller redemption coaster arc. that that is, and then they had the redemption arc, and then just for him to literally do that, and then they had um they had John just like go back behind the wall, and then like the prince that was promised was. Never explained. Yeah, John at Snow. All. Is, that's my king. Yeah, right. And then, um, I don't know. It was just a fucking. It was a mess. An absolute thrown together. Like, let's throw spaghetti at the at the board and see what sticks. The, the best. The best part about the whole thing is that they. I'm pretty sure they like rushed through that last season because they they had got signed on to do one of the Star Wars movies. And then after, like, how poorly received the last season of Game of Thrones was, they, like, got booted off from doing the Star Wars movies. Well, that then that's crazy because, I mean, what's even worse about that is that, like, they didn't even really rush it. There was a two-year gap between seven and eight. Well, I'm not I'm talking about rushing it as in, like, them making it. I'm talking about, like, the plot points in the last season. Just yeah. felt like they were just, like, well, trying to, like, rush to cobble everything yeah. together. Well, well they, they handcuffed themselves because they were supposed to do ten episodes. And they did seven, but they just made them really long. And basically, all the all the episodes were were them, like, teleporting to places. Yeah. Like, they would end up halfway across the land, and it it's like it took them two hours to get there. And then you have John, like, trapped, uh, like, beyond the wall. And then Daenerys shows up in 30 seconds with her dragon. Like, right. I know it took you weeks to get there. Yep. Like, at least. When, like, you go back to, like, season one, like, whenever, like... They're going to like King's Landing. It takes like three episodes for them to it get takes from six, like because <laughs> it's like a six month journey yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they say it's the it's the distance from like Florida to New York, and you're yeah. going by carriage. Right, that's gonna take you over quite rough a terrain. while. Quite a while, even by uh, by dragon, that's still gonna take at least a week. I feel like yeah, because I, mean, I feel like that that's just like kind of riding in a plane, but not as fast. <laughs> the plane has to stop and eat. Exactly. And take a shit. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm tired, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going, and yeah, you can't tell it no. Yeah, like keep going. Like, okay, like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna lay <laughs> That's down. That's fine. <laughs> I'll be here. So um, that was the Game of Thrones minute. Yeah, we actually that was quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Great Britain qualifies for World Baseball Classic. That's um, how it started. Yeah. What do you think? About that. If you were Arizona State or Nebraska, how quickly do you offer Urban Meyer's Urban Meyer eight million dollars a year to be your coach? Uh, I I think I snap on that opportunity immediately. We're trying I mean, to put if, we're trying to put fans in the seats. If I'm one of them, like yeah, if I had a football program that had any reputable history recently, I would stay so far away from that. But like, fuck it, Arizona State seems like an absolute problem for Urban I, Meyer. Yeah, absolute problem. Yeah. It's like there's how many uh, twenty year old women running around here yeah. that are super hot and blonde. 
It's like the average ACT score is what, like eighteen here? Yeah. Like this is dope. It's like debatably the biggest party school. <laughs> put my finger in, the world. in so many yeah. asses. <laughs> Dude, the, when I saw that, I, was, I thought it was a troll. Apparently, I, I, I think he, I think he's more linked to Arizona State than he is Nebraska. But there's also a very good chance that that is just somebody trying to spark interest in like their work. Yeah. Like that's probably just a bullshit like. How often Whatever does weekly a situation like that, that play out, like the way everybody thinks it's going to? Like an old, an older coach like that, that has been at like the top of the game for so long, has kind of fallen off, and then he's like, oh, "I'm just going to take this small job right here," and he it usually does not go anywhere near as well as it did the first time around. He seems like one of those guys. For one. I feel like he can never make it outside of college because supposedly the way he was running the Jaguars was like he was just berating the athletes and the players. Seems like the kind and of it's guy like, that bro, like you can't like these are grown men now. Like they don't respond well to being yelled at and called and like being insulted constantly. Like that's not a conducive work environment. Does that make? He seems like the kind of guy that would use "boy" a lot in the sentences. He does, yeah, quite yeah. a bit, yeah. Um, Boy, I told you. Yeah, they're like, I'm sorry, what did you say to me? <laughs> yeah, the 35 year old, like 12 year veteran is gonna be like, fuck you. Yeah, and they were saying a lot of things um, that like stuff he was doing was just like shit that you would do in college, like not flying back on the team plane, like staying and yeah, wherever you're at to like enjoy the weekend or enjoy the to week. To hang or out something. in Columbus at your steakhouse right, and like, cheat exactly. on your wife. And he would, um, and it becomes a national story that all the players have to answer for. They don't like when their coach does shit like that. Yeah, he would like demand like um, like mandatory, uh, what was it like? I think like playbook study or something like that, which is like one thing. But th- th- there was just a whole bunch of stuff that it, it just turned into an absolute. He brought fiasco. in like stuff that only works at college where you have way more control over your players. And two, I feel like he's not a guy that is built for the world of social media. Yeah. Because he's definitely somebody who's been doing shit like this forever. Right. And now that everybody has a camera, like, in their pocket, now it's a fucking problem. Yeah, in 2007, when he was yeah. at Florida, like, nobody had, like, everybody had, like, a Facebook. And it was, like, in its infancy at that point. Like, yeah, it wasn't... Or, yeah, or people had, like, um, sidekicks or Motorola razors where you could dispute the video because you couldn't tell who the fuck yeah. was in the video. And you'd have Aaron Hernandez like posting like MySpace photos of him with like a gun in the, right. <laughs> in the mirror of his nobody bathroom. Would ever and, like find nobody it. found it ever. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a guy who didn't survive the social media transition. No, and he does shit like bring in Tim Tebow to play tight end for like his first like NFL right. mini camp, I and it's like forgot about that. It's like why would you even entertain that idea? Like yeah, you know, t- it's going to be a media fucking circus. There's zero chance he's going to actually make the team. Didn't he play preseason games? Well, yeah, or was he, he did. cut before then? He, he got cut like after the second one. I think. Yeah, I think he. Yeah. There was no chance he was ever going to make that team. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hyped. I was kind of hoping that he would make the team. It would be. It would have been hilarious if Supposedly, he became like an All Pro tight end. <laughs> yeah, I think they had already made. I, I think what it was was it was an attempt at a very just like bullshit money grab because I'm pretty sure they made the Tebow jerseys. Yeah. Like before the like preseason started, and then they sold like so a million fucking T- Tim Tebow Jacksonville Jaguar jerseys and never played a regular season yeah, game for him. Just, yeah, they just pocketed it. You just go to any game in Jacksonville now, and it's like half Trevor Lawrence, half Tebow jerseys. Yeah, because that's literally it. And then Josh Allen. <laughs> Shout out Josh Allen. Out Josh Get my boy out of Jacksonville. Though. He's like a fucking ninety something on Madden. Good yeah. For him. He should be. Agreed. He has a fucking G. Agreed. Um, all right. So, let me run through my list. 
Oh, uh, Bobby Hart for the Buffalo Bills is suspended for one game because he tried to punch a Titans player and miss, and he punched one of the Titans, like, offensive coordinators or offensive lineman coach or something. You're so bad at fighting that you're going to catch an assault charge because of it. All I can picture is that uh, the scene from the campaign where he goes to punch – Galifianakis. Yeah, Galifianakis, and he misses, and he just straight fucking temples that baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's got – I mean, that's the worst possible scenario. Yeah. In that – can you I mean, imagine you, if the if the O line coach was like eighty two and he just like hospitalized uh, this old man? Just, just it was just some fan like on the sideline that yeah. just got sideline passes. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so Bobby Hart suspended a game. Um, Eli Manning uh, was a quote unquote walk on for Penn State. That was a great video. That, that I was, love videos uh, like I'm, that. I didn't. I, so I knew the Mannings were funny. I knew Peyton was like the funny one. But watching them do, like, Monday Night Football. You realize or, how funny Eli you realize, is, too. Like, Eli's actually a funny dude. Like, they're both goofy. And I think it's just, like, their southern accents it that is. make them sound so dumb. But they're actually, like, pretty intelligent. And they have good comedic timing quite a bit. The comedic timing is what gets me. Because yeah. that's, like, that's something that you either have or you don't. Yeah, exactly. And they, yeah, they, they both have it. That's not you really, like, develop. Yeah, they're both, they're both are, um, which makes me curious to how, like, Archie and like Arch, like Archie. Archie's the dad, right? Yeah, I bet. I bet their. I bet their older brother Cooper's probably the funniest one out of. Oh, all for of them. sure. Yeah, because he's the one that he's like, the oldest brother. So he was supposed to be like the best one. Yeah, he was a wide receiver though. Yeah, and he just like quit, didn't he? No, or he got he got hurt. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, no, the Mannings are fucking hilarious. He's like, was it uh, Chad Powers? Yes, Chad Powers. He's like, think speed. I am speed. Speed. He's like he's doing the forty, and he's like speed. I'm speed. I'm speed. He's, they ask him when he played. Like, what was the last team he played for? He's like, I've never played on a team. I was homeschooled. Yeah. He's, he said, my mom was my coach and my teacher. Yeah, he goes, oh, did you get good grades? He said, no, nah, she wasn't very smart. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> the, it was funny because the QB coach. He's like, was, I love this. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's well. I, I think the QB coach. I don't know if he was in on the it. The head coach was in on it. Head the coach, Q- in the on other coaches was, were not. Yeah, because the QB coach was like, I want to sign this kid. Yeah. Like, I, I see something in him. It's like, yeah, you think he's a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. It's like, good, <laughs> good, good eye, coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should have watched him make, like, three throws and been like, this guy's going to take us to the promised land. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, did we talk about the shit teams in the NFL, or did we only cover the Broncos and the Colts? I think we only covered the Broncos and the Colts. I think that's probably it. Uh, the Eagles look surprising this The Eagles year. look pretty good, the huh? Eagles look pretty damn good. Uh, the Bills look unstoppable. The Bills might go undefeated. Yeah, the Bills, I mean, granted, if they stay healthy, I don't see anybody even coming close to beating them. No. Josh I mean, Allen is an absolute. Game, like, dude, Stephon Diggs has like seven touchdowns on the season already. He had four last game. And I think Stephon Diggs had more touchdowns than – Josh Allen at one point last night. Because I'm pretty sure three. Diggs, like, ran one in. Or yeah, something like that. I mean, he like had that. three. I know that. Yeah, that's or, – or, or no, maybe it was he had one. I don't know. I know – I know it's going to be a fucking issue Imagine to anybody the that plays them. from Stephon Diggs going from Kirk Cousins to Josh Allen as your quarterback. Yeah, that's pretty – that's pretty unreal. Granted, Cousins has been above average for so long, but he looked like absolute dog shit. Cousins is night. above average against any team without a pulse. Yeah. He he threw he threw two picks to Darius Slay last night, and it very easily could have been five. Darius Slay dropped three interceptions. Yeah, um, but it, it, and it was funny because um, did you see that Jalen Rager got traded to the Vikings? 
I did not see that. So Jalen Rager is on the Vikings now, and Jalen Rager is known as the guy that we picked right before instead of Justin, J- J- of Justin Jefferson. And then we literally traded him to the Vikings for I think a couple like like a fifth Probably, round draft pick yeah. or something. And everybody kept uh, kept making the the note that Darius Slay had more catches than Jalen Rager did last night. <laughs> I think Dar- I think Jalen Rager got used for one play, and it was like a jet sweep or something. Yeah, and he got like four yards. But yeah, it's just I, I just think it's funny that the Vikings wanted to trade for Jalen Rager. It's, it's got to so be terrible to play poorly in a professional like sports game like just to have like a terrible game because it's like it's literally like your job like imagine if you went to your job and you just fucked up everything all day (laughs) yeah and like people were just like what the fuck are you doing we got to do something about this guy he's ruining it's like we gotta fire him (laughs) like just having that kind of pressure on you at all times has got to be crazy yeah that would be absolutely rough the entire world is just micromanaging how good you are at your career that see that's yeah I could handle the pressure of being the athlete in the game. It's like it's the media and fan like combat after that. Yeah. That like, I can don't. You all please just get off my. I dick? don't like, think I can handle. Like I, if I was a professional player of anything, I would not have social media. Yeah. I would absolutely not have social media. Or I'm not a, looking at that shit. I'm not doing nothing. Or at least like just. Try not to have it. Like, I mean, there's definitely stuff you need. I mean, I'm not on a whole lot of social media. It would be like the Tom media. Brady social media where, like, somebody, like, clearly just, like, runs his account for him. Yeah. And he, or, like, probably doesn't even look at it. Or what it is is you just don't, like, you don't follow, like, any account that would be associated with your profession. You just yeah. only follow, like, news outlets. Or and, you could do, like, like the, ben, comedy the Ben Roethlisberger route where you just have somebody that's on staff that just, like, blocks anybody that ever says a bad thing right. about you on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm blocked by Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm not even a Steelers fan. I probably just, like, made a joke about him on Twitter one day. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> I'm going to try to talk shit about Ben Roethlisberger and see if I can get banned from his, from his Twitter. Yeah, I wonder if he even still uses it anymore. Well, get a shot. He's retired now. Yeah, he's probably on a fucking... Can you imagine how fat he's going to be in like 10 years? Yeah, it's going to be a problem. He's going to be like Jared Lorenzen fat. I yeah. can already tell. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that he retired so he could eat. Yeah, like, he was like, I'm so sick of like... He, he's been eating the exact same way, but he's just tired of working out like two days a week. Or yeah, like to two, like maintain Two it. times yeah. a day to maintain like his playing weight. He's just like, I'm just going to get super fucking yeah. fat now. <laughs> We've done pretty good at keeping this a recurring segment. So I think we're going to go to our uh, our free balling segment and cue intro. And now I'm free. I'm free balling. Nice. Okay. Bang. Nailed it. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. All right. So... I think we're. I think we have enough time here, so we'll, we'll probably just do one a piece, yeah. unless there's shit, and then yeah. we'll we'll do one one more. So all right, I'll let you go, go first. Yeah, got to get the crumple in there. Just let everybody know it's the same bag. Mm-hmm. We managed to keep case the same bag. Anybody's wondering if we're actually doing this? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ooh, this is one of mine, I believe. Okay. <clears throat> okay. What is the? <clears throat> excuse me. What is the best non-traditional animal you can keep as a pet? Like, as far as what I would want, or what is like actually that people have as just, pets? Just any any animal that you could. If you, I could say you get to keep this animal as a pet. That's not outside of the norm of like. I think. 
And in this in this scenario, the animal is like obedient to you, so it won't kill me. Yeah, so it could be any animal, and it's like that's your homie. He's not gonna fuck you up. I think at that point, you would look at something with more of a personality. Because I was gonna say like chimpanzee. That was my first. Or that something was my brain like that. Immediately went to chimpanzee. But there are horror stories of chimpanzees just like ripping dudes' dicks off. Yeah, and like eating you alive. Yeah. And there's that. Cause they're basically like they're us. If we needed every part of our body to survive and climb trees. So they're just like brick shit house. Yeah. They're just like muscle, like yeah. roided up. But I could see like, like if me and like a, like a gorilla were just chilling in here and like, I know he wasn't going to fuck me up. Like I would play wrestle that motherfucker. Like, Oh, absolutely. Day. Like you'd be poking him trying to annoy the shit out yeah. of him. And then you just like, and then you just start a wrestling match in the. Can you room. imagine though? Like, you're sitting there like watching like the Kentucky game on like Saturday, having a few drinks, and like Kentucky scores a touchdown. You're just like high fiving your gorilla, and he's like stomping around. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the fucking neighbors are like, "What the fuck is going on up there?" He's you're the, just you're just sitting out on the patio, like like smoking got the, with your gorilla. He's got the jersey on and everything. Yeah, yeah I think your boy. I think chimp gorilla, so, some kind of like monkey would be. Number one, but I've also, like, knowing they couldn't fuck me up, dude, having a big-ass cat, like yeah. a tiger, yeah. would just be sick. Like, I would just be just cuddled up on the on the uh, couch with a big-ass, like, lion. big-ass purrs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, lovable as shit. Like, if you, if, now, if you have to know it's not going to fucking kill you. Yeah, that's the, that would that's be the, the main thing. the horrifying thing ever. If you, it's, like, basically, if you could domesticate one animal that's previously not been domesticated yeah. here. I feel like those are pretty, like vanilla answers that is i mean that's the basic answer i think also if i was to have like a komodo dragon or some kind of like big ass reptile like a crocodile yeah that i could just like sick on people but like for fun like he was like trained to not kill, but just scare the shit out of people. Yeah, but it, <laughs> like it, he's just chilling under the couch and nobody yeah. sees him, and All then he just, just like wiggles s- out, slithers out. <laughs> I would really, I, dude. It, what the fuck? If we're going in that scenario, though, I might get super into like falconry. Dude, I thought about that. You just put a camera on their head. Yeah. Have you seen those TikToks? I do. Like the bald eagle. Uh, like, yeah. Of, of like the paramwing falcons, like that fly like 200 miles an hour and they have the fucking gopros on yeah. their head that shit is so sick well can you imagine you could just sick your fucking falcon on somebody like yeah. you, you can attack from distance yeah oh absolutely you're just like yeah it just hits you like in the head it's like getting hit with a fucking like softball going 200 miles an hour oh yeah you can have it steal things for you oh that would be the most fun yeah it'd be like i like uh that guy's sandwich <laughs> looks real good over yeah. there go get it for me you can you can see some dude from like a patio like if you're in an apartment complex like this, yep. and you're just like, I like that shit over there. Like, and then he just flies over and gets, gets it, it real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. It would so have go to take be that guy's wallet. Whatever, like, what's the biggest, like, bird that's not, like, a pelican? Like, I don't want one of those goofy-looking birds. I want, like, a mean-looking, like, falcon uh, They hawk. have, like, they have like condors in, like, like uh, South American countries. They're basically just big-ass fucking, like, uh, birds of prey. Yeah. Actually, I think condors might be scavengers, but like, dude, some, some birds are bigger than you think they are. And so you see like a bald eagle is actually massive. Yeah. Like huge. And then I would think like, I think the biggest, I don't know. I've, I've always heard that condors are just huge. And then there's also like, um, there's some storks 
that are supposedly like really big too. I was I was so convinced that storks were just fake. I didn't think yeah. they were actually real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why they did they Why did they get chosen as the, like the ones from the fairy tales that bring the babies? Right. Yeah. How did that even become a thing? Like, yeah. You always see them like holding a knapsack, and they're like they're like a baby. Yeah. That's all. That, that's why I thought. Like, they how were in fake. the world did that become a thing? Did no. this happen? <laughs> just putting <laughs> putting babies in birds' mouths. Why is this like, the only bird that we trust fi- with children? <laughs> go find a trusting parent group for this baby. I want a bald eagle to deliver my son. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. It's your turn Pass to draw. it over. Let me see. Let me see what we got. As I trumple all of them. <laughs> it does nothing to shuffle it. I'm just... It's cheating. This is another one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to think about this. Yeah. Tell a story about the worst athlete you've ever seen. <laughs> I feel like can we we can change the names so in case they happen to be listening. All right, that's probably better. So. So me growing up, like baseball was like my number one sport. Yep. So I, it'll probably be coming from that. But I'll exclude like T-ball. Like I'll, I'll go to little league. So I'll change the kid's name in case by some some <laughs> manner he finds this podcast. We'll we'll call him. We'll call him Stephen. Okay. Um, his name was not Stephen. Anyway, so in little league, you know, they always make the joke of like whoever your worst kid is. Is in right field. Yep. Nobody goes the opposite way. In so he, he 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 not only was exclusively in right field. We had twelve kids on the team, and everybody had to have at least one at bat and one inning in play. And he would be put at right field strategically when we were pitching against the bottom of their lineup. Yep. And he would get one at bat by force, and I think. You know you're bad when, <laughs> when you get a hit. First of all, I won't even say get a hit. When you make contact with the ball and, like, the pitcher, like, drops the ball or it goes, like, through the – or the third baseman overthrows first and that's the only reason that you're on first base yeah. and the crowd is going fucking wild. Yeah, this kid's going li- like, to live off this moment for yeah, months. Yeah, and you're not the manager. Like, you're, the fact that you have to use, like, Bobby Cox-level managering to get this kid into a Little League baseball game in a situation where he won't completely fuck things up for yeah. the rest of the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like legally, like, your parents paid the $125, so you have to play. Yeah. But otherwise, you have to like like why doesn't my son play? You can't be like because he fucking sucks. Like, like you know, yeah, you know, you're you fully see, aware. You've seen your son, yeah, it's he's not going home and hitting balls off the tee. He's going home to play fucking Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> see, that's the thing that like if 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 I was ever that bad because you have to be aware you're that bad. Yeah, Yo, you know, like especially if you're a fully functioning kid or like and you're aware. Yeah, you know when you're bad. Like when somebody overthrows first. Or like, or you make it home on pure errors alone. Yeah. Like you just, I don't know. That was the worst worst athlete because he was also just not athletic at all. Like, correct, dude. Like, I mean, definitely he had glasses. He had um, like Walmart cleats. Like he, his pants were 
way high, yeah, like absolutely. super high. Yep. Uh, didn't have a belt on ever. Um, Always had the cleanest jersey. Yes, on the team. <laughs> exactly. Like like pressed, yeah. like not a wrinkle in sight. Yeah. So <laughs> his mom spent more time like ironing that uniform than he actually wore it on yeah. the field. And to really lay it on, because this is always how it goes, his mom was like the most involved mom. Oh, absolutely. Definitely like, the concession like, stand mom. Concession stand mom. She always brought snacks and juices, and we had our end-of-the-year party at his house because yep. he had a dope house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the kid's probably like a tech CEO now. Yeah, he had yeah, <laughs> he had, he had worth in, in his own right, but yeah. he was one of the worst athletes I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I, I had one kid like that for – it was a very similar story, baseball. Yeah. It was one of those kids that is extremely afraid of the ball. Yeah. And always stood in, like, the very back corner of the, the batter's box when he uh-huh. was up to bat for fear of getting hit. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, I, I turned 30 in, like, a month, and this is when we were maybe 10 – and I still see this kid around town sometimes, and that's all I can think about. Is <laughs> him cowering in fear yeah, in the yeah, batter's cowering box? Cowering in fear at a 43-mile-an-hour fastball. This yeah. is the first year that kids were allowed to pitch. He looks like, uh, what, what is it? Is it Howie from Benchwarmers? Kind of. When he's like, he, did, he, he, like he gets pe- hit and he saves the like game. Pale, pale white skin, yep. blonde hair, like, yep. down to, like, that was it. But... And if there's one thing, like, I'm never going to say that I was, like, the best baseball player in the world, but if there's one thing that I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of the ball. I probably got hit by a pitch 10 to 12 times that season. Yeah. Because this is the first year that kids were allowed to pitch, and we are, we sucked. Yeah. You can't throw the ball yeah. when you're 10. You're not good at throwing baseballs. I, I remember I was never, like, afraid of the ball, but I remember the only time I was ever hit by a pitch was by somebody who was throwing way fucking faster than anybody yeah. else. I remember we played against this dude – this was also this. I think this might have been the same year, but this was like postseason. Like we had formed our like our like club team, and we were moving on towards like the Little League World Series. Yeah, and we were playing a team from the West Side. It was the West Side like All Stars or something, and they had a sidearm pitcher who was throwing like seventy on like a forty-five foot mound. Like, bro, we're so it's coming literally. like it looks like ninety-eight, ninety-nine, and like. He's throwing sidearm as a righty. I'm batting right. So it's like it's already Starting coming at me. You. It's literally coming right at me. And, like, every single pitch would look like it was about to hit me. And then it would end up, like, like inside or, like, all that. And then I remember this one looked like it was about to hit me. And I was like, oh, it's coming inside. And then it drilled me right in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right. And then just sculled me. And I was like, all right, I never want to bat against this dude ever again. It's more – I would rather take – any number of hits in a football game at that age than I would to stand in the batter's box with one of those wild ass little league pitchers. Yeah. That you're just like, if he throws five pitches, like odds are I'm going to get hit with one of them. Yeah. Well, that's like, they would always put him in and they knew, like they knew that if they were on their game that day, that they would probably have 12 strikeouts. Yeah. But if you're having like an uncontrollable game, you're going to lose by 10. Because he's going to walk five batters in a row. He's going to hit a bunch of kids. This reminds like, me of my favorite Little League story that I feel like I should tell in this moment. Go ahead. Is we had a kid on our team. This is the coach's son. This is like big time Little League dad energy. Dude, like fucking every single Little League team I was on had He was very clearly, very clearly from New York. 
I'm pretty sure he had to have been here on some kind of witness protection because this was the most New York person you've ever met in your life. Our team was the Yankees that year for this well, of reason. Of course they were. Yeah. And his kid was the his kid was good. It was he was the star player on the fucking ten year old little league team, so he played shortstop, he pitched, and there was one game we were playing where he was pitching and I think he walked maybe two or three batters in a row. And his dad is just berating him from the like dugout. That's how it always went, dude. It was crazy. Just berating his own son from the dugout, like, you you suck. Throw a goddamn strike. It got to the point where like our our parents, the other kids' parents, were in the stands, like lay the fuck off of him, bro. Like that's so funny. And the that, kids that, crying that, on the mound. That like, happened to me as yeah. well. Like not my dad, but we we had a kid whose dad was not only the coach but the director of. The little league, like, yeah. like, uh, like the, the entire, like the commissioner of like the, that league. So of course he loaded his team. Oh, obviously, I was and, on one of those teams. That was the most fun I've ever had playing baseball. Yeah, I, so he loaded his team. I was on the team, and then a bunch of other kids, and then his son. And his son was not fucking good, like at all. But he he knew it. But he also just never laid off of his son, like constantly yelling. Only curse at his son, yep. like to the point where I thought he was gonna fucking beat this kid in front of yeah. everybody. And it got to the point where other parents had to step in. Like, I feel like everybody's got one of those stories. Like, you would always think, you know, uh, baseball dads, their sons, you know, they kind of coddle them and want them to do like play all the best positions, which is true. But then they also, when they fuck up, it's oh just, my God. it's an absolute nightmare. I can only imagine those car rides home after the games, dude. But that's the thing is like, if he's doing this shit in public, what the hell is he doing behind closed doors? Yeah. Like, is he beating you? And I don't know. Are don't you, know, are you eating? I don't know where this kid is now, but I really hope he's gotten some kind of therapy because <laughs> like this, when I tell you like just verbal abuse yeah, constantly, it's always, like, it's so uncomfortable. Oh like, yeah. Cause people are never like, 10. Yeah, because like it's it, they always do it, and it's it's almost just like they're not aware of that other people are watching. can hear them. Yeah, man. like you know everybody can fucking hear you. Just imagine like the biggest Guido you've ever seen in your life, just like berating his ten year old son as he cries on the mound in front of like a full stand for the people. God, that's yeah. Everybody's got one of those stories. So they love... play little league. And I went to one of my nephew's little league like football games a couple weekends ago, and the little league. There's, the only thing that I've seen worse than Little League baseball dads is football moms. Dude, Football yeah. moms. The Little Tykes League? Yeah. They get, they're so much more into it than the dads are. We, we have some that play like on our adjacent practice field, like to practice and stuff. And sometimes they'll use our practice field to play, and it's scary. Yeah. Like, it is scary. The football moms are all in the stands because each the, – the team that my nephew plays for – it's hilarious because there's probably like 25 kids on the team and there's like 17 coaches <laughs> <laughs> and they're all, they're all dressed like they're the fucking offensive coordinator for like <laughs> the Alabama Dude, Crimson the, Tide. I mean, I'm assuming it's this way everywhere, but the Louisville little league world, it's actually not that spread out than it is everywhere else. But like the Catholic football leagues are real serious fucking real deal. And it's crazy because people they put like gambling lines on the toy bowl. Yes, and like, which also, is like a twelve-year-old football. League. Yes, and also high schools are recruiting these kids. Yeah, like eight, seven, eight, nine years old. Like they have national rankings. Yeah, like one of uh, uh, Tab. I, I don't think he cares if we say his name, but Tab's nephew is like the number two ranked running back in the state of Kentucky, and he's like 
I don't know if he's in the top like 100 for like eight year olds, yeah. but they're literally they're nationally ranking these like eight nine year olds. He's like kids. four two, like sixty one. Right? Yeah, they have like all their full markings on there. Like this, it's nuts. But yeah, the, it's 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 getting a little out of hand to the point where what Akib Talib's brother just shot and killed somebody at one of the little tiger. You didn't hear about no, that? I did not hear about. I'm this. pretty sure it's Akib Talib's brother. He either shot and killed somebody or was shot and killed. I'm pretty sure he was the one who shot somebody, though. Hold on. He was probably just taking the fall, because I can imagine Aqib Tlaib shooting somebody at a Little League football Hold on. Let me, let me confirm this before... We I, slander I, yeah, Aqib Tlaib. Before, before he comes and kills me. <laughs> yeah, so Aqib Tlaib's brother, Yakub Tlaib, was arrested and charged with murder on August 13th in the fatal shooting of a youth football coach during an argument... In a game in Texas, run the for, goddamn for, ball. Yeah, coach. for a little league game. That and he actually he looks just like a keep to leave. Yeah, yeah, they look very similar. I can't imagine anybody woke up in the morning thinking that like the decisions that I make in this little league football game are life could or death. lead could lead yeah could lead to <laughs> my life ending. It's just it's just wild. Like ah, these parents are out of control. They need to be stopped. You know who needs to be fucking shot and killed, though, is the CEO of Duke's Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Akeem Tlaib's brother would have shot the CEO of Duke's Mayonnaise at that point. Right, I game. bet they ain't running the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Duke's Mayonnaise is definitely like the UConn football of Yeah, of for mayonnaise sure, companies. absolutely, yeah. Oh, shit, all right. Um, 0-12 every season. Every single season. I see that they, like, it's so funny now because now that nobody gives a shit about the bowl games, like, because that's the only time they're relevant, is, like, they'll tweet now because I still follow them because yeah. fuck them, and they'll get, like, 40 likes. You always got to keep your enemies close. They'll literally get, like, 40 likes, and they'll tweet the corniest fucking shit ever, and I'm staying on it forever. Like, might, They might have actually saved us by not by not deciding to partner with this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Because we would have had to dump them. Yeah, we would have had to switch. Like yeah. We did. Can't let our reputation be ruined. Yeah, I can't wait till we start our mail, uh, mail company. I'm already working on ingredients. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and gals. We'll see you in three months. Yep. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>